For South Carolina Public Radio, I'm Russ McKinney. After two years of work and eight weeks of gridlock on the floor of the state Senate, senators this week were finally able to pass the sweeping school improvement bill. Education Committee Chairman Greg Hembree called it a long and arduous journey. The bill aims to improve teacher working conditions, streamline required student testing, and give more authority to the state to deal with local school districts that are failing. The bill now goes to the House, which passed a similar bill last year. The two versions will have to be reconciled this spring. And there is still opposition to the bill, primarily from the social media-based teachers group SC for Ed. They claim teachers never had a seat at the table as the massive bill was written. Education Committee Chairman Hembree disputes that contention and says many teachers support the bill. They're divided. They're, I mean, there's 50,000 in South Carolina, and they've all got opinions and, and thoughts on it. Um, I, I feel that some have been misguided. Uh, I think there have been some, there's been some bad information that I know has been put on social media that was misleading and just plain dishonest, uh, and that's, yeah, that's bad. With strong support from the Senate's Republican leadership, the bill passed the Senate by a final vote of 40 to 4, Camden Democrat Vincent Shaheen. This bill's important because it says once and for all in permanent law we are going to do these things. We're going to expand four-year-old kindergarten. We're going to have a program of free technical college. We're going to create scholarships for young people to go into the teaching profession. It's a commitment long term and that's why this statute, this bill is important. The final hurdle leading to passage of the bill was the school start date. The bill changes the start date to the Monday in the week of August the 15th. Backers of the change want to ensure fall semester exams are completed by Christmas break. The education bill has been in the works since the fall of 2018 when the Charleston Post and Courier revealed serious deficiencies in the state's public schools. The new state budget, which will be debated by the House beginning next week, is expected to okay major teacher pay increases. A possible sale of Santee Cooper, the state-owned utility, now appears unlikely. Committees in both the House and Senate this week rejected the three recommendations from a panel of consultants regarding the utility's future. The House, however, plans to continue to negotiate with the recommended buyer, Next Era Energy, and to develop a reform plan for the management and governance of Santee Cooper. Ways and Means Committee Chairman Merle Smith says the House isn't required to just accept Next Era's $9 billion offer for Santee Cooper. We need to get to a, a point where we know what's the best final deal we can get, and we don't know that right now. Senate leaders aren't pleased with the Next Era sale details either. A Senate committee plans to address only a package of reforms for Santee Cooper, thus taking the sale option off the table. Lexington Senator Nikki Setzler stressed the reforms will have to be major. Santee Kilopra cannot be allowed to continue to operate the way they operate today without being reformed. It is not in the best interest of the citizens. They've got to be reformed immediately, regardless whatever happens, what, regardless what happens with the House proposal. Uh, you, you just cannot wait and let them continue to operate the way they're operating. Senate Finance Committee Chairman Hugh Leatherman says Santee Cooper must be reformed, in his words, from top to bottom. Lawmakers plan to address the makeup of the utility's governing board and the possibility of subjecting it to oversight by state regulators when it comes to setting electric rates. Currently, Santee Cooper's appointed board of directors set the utility's rates. For South Carolina Public Radio, I'm Russ McKinney in Columbia.